Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on the Digging Deeper podcast. It is just me. I'm Brian Wilmarth. Uh, I'm the senior pastor here at New Life Church, and uh, uh, I assume most of you uh, go to our church, and if you attend here, that's awesome. But if you happen to be listening and you don't attend our church, hey, thanks for jumping on this. I don't know maybe how you would have heard about our podcast. Someone recommended it to you. You stumbled upon it or something like that. But uh, thanks for just taking some time to join with us and listen. And uh, I hope that you walk out with something that, I don't know, is just helpful for you wherever you might find yourself. So um, yeah, so this last weekend, we we continued in our, in our series uh, called Pursue, and we're pursuing Jesus. That's, that's tied to our vision statement that we have as a church. We want to be uh, marked by that. Like we want to be pursuing Jesus in all that we say, all that we do, all the things that we go after. And um, we want to put in practices as a church and in, in our individual lives that really just reflect that and that go after that in a meaningful kind of way. So yeah, we've been looking at different practices that help us go after Jesus uh, in a in a better way. So this last Sunday we talked about prayer, and um, I'll just you know share straight up with you that prayer. I it's one the language that we used in the sermon was it's so simple. It's just it's it's talking with God. It's communicating with God, but it's so deep. And I think it is so simple. It almost sometimes feels like man, am I doing it wrong. And and so anyway, I, I share that just like sometimes prayer is, it's just so simple of a thing, yet it's so hard to do or uh, to, you know, really pursue in a meaningful kind of way in, in our lives. So um, I don't know, like when you think about prayer, what kinds of challenges you've faced, um, things that have come up for you that it's just been really, really difficult to, to make prayer a meaningful part of your day, of your week, um, of your your life with the Lord, like, uh, but I just I sense from a lot of people that prayer is really challenging, and even for some of us who are prayer warriors, or, or you know we pray regularly or whatever, um, I wonder if even still there's some of those challenges that that come with it. So um, I share all this just to share too that like I struggle with it. Um, it it's definitely a regular part of my life, but. And that, that hasn't always been true. And some of my faith journey, I look back, I'm like, I didn't pray uh, a lot or regularly um, in an intentional kind of way as I was growing up in the faith. Um, and, and even now it feels like sometimes I can either be going through the motions or, you know, I'm, I'm quote unquote doing what I'm supposed to, but uh, it doesn't feel like it's all that it should be and, and things like that. So I don't know. Um, what some of those challenges are for you. Um, but I hope that the message spoke to some aspect of that for you on Sunday. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, go back and, and listen. I'm just curious how um, maybe it's impacted you, how it's been helpful to you. But the big thing that we were wanting to drive at, and you know, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, um, the big idea of the message, uh, what we wanted to really drive towards is it the idea of the concept of relationship. So the big idea itself was don't talk at God, talk with God, you know, a little bit of that turn of phrase there, or just swap out the preposition. Like, 
but how much that matters for us. Um, we don't want to be talking at God, just speaking words to him and, and treating him as if he were some kind of genie or a vending machine or something like that, but rather like he is, he is our Lord. He is our, our father. Um, who loves us and, and wants to be in relationship with us. And so we got to treat it that way as a, as a relationship. So that's the whole point of what we were trying to drive towards um, in, in the message. And, and for some of you, maybe that's a brand new idea. You've never heard that before um, or have, you haven't really quite thought about it in those terms, but for many of you, maybe you, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. And maybe it was a good reminder, but I'll, I, I find that even some of the, um, simple things that I know or, or the things that, um, you know, I've, I've really integrated into my life. It's still good to be reminded of that at times. Um, and so I hope if nothing else, there is the value of just hearing again, the good news that this is, this is what, uh, what faith is all about. This is what prayer is all about. Just hearing some of these kinds of things uh, along the way in our faith journey. So hopefully this idea, this particular idea of uh, prayer as a relational kind of thing, talking with God, uh, I hope that that helped to reinvigorate a little bit uh, of your prayer life uh, in, in this time. So um, what I wanted to do today, given that I'm kind of going solo today, I just wanted to, to push in a little bit deeper on a couple of things that we talked about in the sermon, but really weren't able to go like super far on. Um, and so I don't know if hopefully this will be helpful to you um, as you just reflect on some aspects of the sermon and maybe just gives you a little bit more to chew on. So the one of the big things that we surfaced pretty quickly, and this comes from the Sermon on the Mount, and the Sermon on the Mount talks a lot of, hey man, oh, the Sermon on the Mount, so rich. There's so many good things there. But it really drives to the heart and to motivation and like, why are we doing what we're doing? And in chapter six, especially Jesus, you know, he starts out that chapter um, with don't practice your, your uh, righteousness in, in front of people or, or uh, don't do it for the sake of, of um, being in front of others to be seen by them. So it's not about people. It's not about fame. It's not about reputation. And so Jesus talks about um, like giving. He talks about giving to the poor and, and, and giving charitably. And, and don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing and, and things like that. So he, you know, he talks about that. And then he also later on talks about fasting. It's like when you fast, don't fast and, and let everybody know, oh man, I feel so hungry and you know, wear it on your face and so that everybody knows, oh, you know, you're fasting. Jesus is wanting to get to the heart of why we do what we do. And if we're doing it for fame and attention, if we're doing it for people, um, he's like, no, 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 that's not the right motivation. And so he does that with prayer. And so that's what we reflected on a lot was what's the motivation that we're bringing to our prayer life. And um, I, I don't know that many of us are, are consciously thinking about like, oh, I want to look good in front of people. So I'm going to go pray on the street corner or pray in church or what, you know, like, I don't know that many of us are doing that, but maybe some of us are. And hopefully this is a little bit of a check for, <laughs> for you. But uh, I wonder if more of us um, struggle with other kinds of motivations and, um, you know, even the, the good motivations, like oh, I want to pray well or pray rightly. Um, but I wonder if sometimes we take a thing that can be good and, and elevate it beyond where it's supposed to go. And I think that can be a challenge for us too. So like for me, I think 
looking back on my faith journey and, and how long I've been following Jesus early on, like I, I felt that pressure of like, I have to pray correctly. Like if I don't pray in the right kind of way, then like I'm either not going to get what I'm asking for, or it's going to dishonor God and I'll disrespect him or something like that. Like I had some of those those thoughts come come through my head, um, and I don't know. Remember, I don't know that I remember it distinctly, but that sense definitely sits with me. So, I'm curious if there are some of those kinds of motivations that exist for you. Um, one of the things that I hope the message did this Sunday was allow us just to see those motivations, to surface them, and to become aware of maybe what we weren't aware of before. Um, and so one of the big things that I hope you're taking away is the idea of like, hey, let's pay attention to our motivation, but then be free of the bondage that might be there and simply rest and like, this is someone who wants to hear from me, who wants to be in relationship and just have a conversation. I almost wanted the sermon to bring the pressure down uh, a bit. So I say that and kind of rehash the the motivation piece just to like reiterate and remind us like God wants us to be praying to him. He wants us to be with him and he delights in the time that we spend. Uh, I actually was listening to a, a sermon on prayer in preparation for this one several weeks ago. And um, I remember the, the preacher made the comment um, like, if we're getting distracted, that's okay. It's it's an opportunity for us to to come back to the Lord and um, even bring those distractions to Him. And and the point of of just saying is like just noticing and paying attention to where we are, what we're bringing with us, and and not saying like oh I gotta gotta really focus here and, and try really hard. Like more to just say oh I've got this distraction. Like, let me bring that to the Lord. I think I was having a conversation with somebody on staff recently too. And, um, you know, the, a similar kind of comment came out. Like, if you get you know distracted 25 times, it's 25 times you get to come back to, to Jesus. And um, like that that kind of thing, like we, we think we got to pray in the right kind of way or, or, or there's other motivations or we're coming just seeking things from God. Like, I think what God wants is really just us. He wants us to be with him. Um, And let that be your motivation. Let that be your freeing motivation to like, just to be with your savior, with your Lord, with your King. And he welcomes you. And that sets just a different tone. So I, I, I just share that again as a, as a bit of a reminder, we did cover that quite a bit, but um, man, like exploring our motivations really can just be helpful for us as we're, um, as we're stepping into our prayer life. One of the other things I did want to bring up and talk about um, was the, the Lord's prayer. And so again, we looked at Matthew six and Jesus talks about motivation, but then he also beautifully gives us this prayer. He's like, when you pray, pray like this. And it's probably a prayer he'd been teaching regularly to his disciples. And and it probably even warrants being called more the disciples prayer because it's for us. Um, but he he says like, here, here's how you should pray. And, and he gives us the Lord's prayer. Now, maybe you grew up in a church tradition where you prayed this regularly, uh, or maybe you you didn't grow up in church, um, but you're somewhat aware of it and, and you know people do it. Like this is a pretty familiar thing to us. 
Um, one of the most helpful things as I was um, kind of growing up in the faith and learning more is that arrival at that idea that it's a framework. And so we talked a little bit about that on Sunday and how we can pray through this prayer, not simply just what, like pray literally line by line and that's it, but allow it to frame our prayer life. And so one of the more helpful practices that I've come across is to pray it line by line and add my own thoughts or my own language, you know, our father who is in heaven, like you're my dad and you're in heaven and you rule over everything. And just like to proclaim that adoration to him, like add, add your own language. So that's what I'm, what I was kind of pointing to when we were talking about a framework and so you can pray the prayer and add your own words, or you can just point to the things that it's representing. So our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, is very much an adoration. It's a reverence. It's a declaring uh, the majesty of God back to him. And that's as much uh, an acknowledgement of who he is, who we're praying to, but it also reminds us of that. Like it's it's for us. Um, like I'm I'm coming to the the king of the universe. I'm coming to the one who is creator and, and that's who is receiving me right now. And yet at the same time, he's father. Like there's that relationship, that closeness that exists too. So when you walk through the Lord's prayer, add your own explanation or add your own like connections to that. Like give us today our daily bread. It's like, well, I have what I need to eat. Thank you for that, God. So it's an opportunity for gratitude. Bob, here's something that I feel like I need that I don't and ask him for it. And so um, it, it is a reminder and it's a teaching tool for us to operate in a particular kind of way. Um, so my encouragement to you, when you think about the Lord's prayer, like, Think about how you can pray it in a more complete way, like add your own language or add specific things um, that that help, you know, shape your your prayer life in that moment. Um, and even just, you know, come up with your own uh, expressions of it and that kind of thing. So that's kind of what we were shooting for in, in the framework. Um, so just again, a little bit of my, my own history here. Um, I grew up Methodist. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared that on the podcast before. I, I may have said that in in church service one time, but um, I grew up as a United Methodist. That's the the church my family would attend. And um, the our church had a couple of campuses and and it had that uh, traditional service um, that was, was present. And then also the more contemporary, that was kind of my uh, setting. And, and maybe you remember that, and maybe you were part of that. Maybe you uh, came to faith later and all that. But um, so we, I had experience with the traditional. And I also had experience with a more contemporary style and worship and the traditional, like I remember praying the Lord's prayer and the, like that, letting that be part of it. And I always enjoyed the prayer. Like it was never a burdensome thing. It was always kind of cool. Like, oh, we're all praying the same thing. So I had pretty positive associations with it growing up, but I know some people didn't. And it was just kind of a rote um, routine kind of thing that just had lost its meaning. Um, but I'll say that when I learned learned the, the, the intent of the prayer was as a more of a teaching tool and a, and a framework and, and a thing to pray through, not exactly as, um, you can pray it as, but praying it through and, and allowing it to feed into greater prayer and, and more prayer, like was just a life-giving thing to me. And so I hope, um, maybe again, if this is new to you, or if you hadn't heard that before, like 
start to push into that or pick up a couple of prayer books. Um, I'm trying to, I, I should have prepared this and, and I didn't walk in into the, the podcast. So I uh, have a suggestion or two of a, an author that might um, explain the, the the Lord's prayer in this way. But I think if you Google on there or something like that, and maybe I'll, I'll circle back around sometime and, and offer, offer a suggestion. But um, it, there are, there are books out there that explain like how we can pray the Lord's prayer as a framework. Um, so this isn't a new idea. It's not something I came up with, obviously that was Jesus, you know, <laughs> um, but like seeing the, the Lord's prayer as a framework, like push into that and just see what the Lord has for you and how it can enrich your prayer life. Um, or, you know, maybe it adapts like the key ideas or what it's like adoration and, and praying for dependence and, and, um, asking God to, to shape us into more of his character, like see these different elements that are present in the Lord's prayer and pray them in your own way. Like that is good work. Um, and this is not the end all be all of praying. Like there's very little lament in here, but you see a lot of lament in the Psalms. Um, and, and so like building that in too is a really helpful thing. So just taking a, a some time to look at the prayers and in, in the scriptures and look at the Psalms and just see what kinds of ways it spurs your prayer life forward. Um, so I just offer that as, as some reflection and some thoughts to dig a little deeper into, into some of that. One of the other things I wanted to, to chat on uh, with you is um, the, the, some of the practical tips that I gave. So like, hey, let's, let's do this daily. I think there's a good rhythm. And then do that not just um, like at a set-aside time, do it as a set-aside time, but then also do it throughout the day. And um, that's something I've found really, really helpful for me. I've done that for for a few years now in a more intentional way where I'm just trying to pray at various points during the day. And, and don't hear me say like, Oh, I'm carving out five minutes. Like sometimes my prayers are five seconds. Like, Lord, I just acknowledge you right now. That's it. Like that kind of prayer. Um, some of them, you know, usually last a little bit longer, you know, a minute or two, but just weaving prayer throughout the day, man, that's just been really, really helpful for me. And it does what I've noticed the work that it's done in my life is it's um, it's allowed me to be a, a lot more aware of God and his presence and how he might be in a situation. You know, times when I think back to you know, like times of stress or, or, or challenge or whatever, and maybe I just wasn't handling it as well. Um, I look back and I see a number of those times were times where I wasn't, praying throughout or, or allowing the Lord into that situation. And when I do that, man, it just it changes my perspective and, and changes my attitude. And, and I, I sense the Lord's work in a greater way. So um, I don't know. I, I just, I offer that as, as a little bit of further reflection on praying throughout the day, pray in the set aside, like dedicated time. Like I think there's value in that immensely and add also with it, the, the praying throughout the day. Those are just been really, really helpful for me. And uh, it gives us a chance to just share uh, with the Lord um, what what's happening throughout our day and how we can lift things up to him. So I just submit that to you as an idea. Hopefully that that's a helpful thing. The, the one other thing I wanted to touch on was the listening piece. So, um, and I'm not going to be able even to really go in much deeper than um, what I did on, on Sunday, but I know this is probably a question that some people, you know, you're, you might be wrestling with like, okay, how do I listen? And 
this may be something we want to come back to as a church and and explore a little bit more fully. Um, but I'll say that um, the Lord he he does um, he does want to communicate with us, and he primarily does that through the scriptures. I, I hold that conviction, and it starts there. And one of the things that we talked about when we talked about scripture a couple of weeks ago, Bible reading, um, the Bible is a, is it shapes us. It changes us. It's, it's one of the ways that God changes us from the inside out. He changes our hearts and he changes our minds. We become more and more like him. We grow in wisdom. I think we also grow in recognizing his voice. And so I think one of the benefits that we're going to we're going to take or experience is over time as we grow in the Lord as we walk in maturity with him um we're going to learn more and more what his voice sounds like and what the voices of the devil or of culture or our own voices sound like in our own heads and stuff like that so how do we learn to discern his voice it starts by reading scripture and i wanted to drive that home just a little bit more clearly um Scripture changes our ability to hear. It allows us to hear um, better and better as we're spending time in it. So I'll just submit to you that like, if you want to learn to listen to God's voice, read the scriptures and let him teach you what it sounds like. What are the kinds of things that he says? What what does he point us to? And then the things that we might sense he might be telling us, you know, through impressions or thoughts. Um, we always check with scripture. Does it does it jive here? Because he's not going to contradict himself. And and there is a, a special dispensation, a, a special revelation that happens when with the scriptures. Um, and so reading it, that's that's where we get um, his his full fullness of revelation. Um, and so it all always works with that. And it, and it is aligned and, um, is in alignment to the character of Christ and, and who Jesus is. So like he is the word, Jesus Christ is the word and the scriptures attest to him as the word. So it is the word of God and anything that we might sense might be from the Lord, but it is going to work in concert with that. But then maybe just to speak to this final element of, I do think God speaks to us. Now there's some who disagree with that. They, um, you know, might think differently. And, and granted there, there is a, a little bit of a murkiness to, to this when it comes to understanding and, and how do we capture this? But I do believe that the Lord through the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. And he does that in a, in a couple of different ways that I've experienced and the, what I've seen in the scriptures. Um, and I think one of them that we talked about is kind of just thoughts or impressions, things that kind of float through our minds. Um, as we grow and as we learn to read the scriptures, we're going to be able to hear his voice more and more clearly. And so I think if we're just trying to discern the Holy Spirit's voice in our own thoughts, and we're not doing that in conjunction with scripture, we're kind of, we're not going to hear him accurately. We're, we're going to hear more of ourselves. At least that's the, the danger that exists there. And so it does take some time and skill and practice to, to learn to recognize um, the Lord's voice when he's trying to, to communicate a little more directly to us. Um, and so how do we discern that? I think, again, the longer we grow in, go in scripture, the better we're going to be able to discern his voice. And the more time we spend with him, the better we're going to be able to, to discern his voice. But it also comes, I think, in conjunction with other people. 
And so if we're spending time with other believers who are mature and who know the voice of the Lord and who can attest to what he might be doing, there is a great place for us to learn and push into this a little bit. So, you know, it's like, okay, I don't know if I'm sensing something like there's a thought that went through my head and I don't know if it's from God. It could be from him, but I'm not sure. Like sharing that with other people, trusted people, and uh, discerning carefully, is that from him? Now, God might speak on decisions along the way. He might prompt us to pay attention to something or say, hey, you know, I want you to go talk to a person. Like that that does happen. Um, but we also want to just continue to like pay attention to how are we cultivating the kind of character to do godly things, to do Christ-like things. Because I think when we're doing that, um, we're also going to be um, like allowing him to work and speak in, in, in helpful ways to us. So um, I, I share that to say like doing this in community and growing in Christ-likeness, reading the scriptures, like we're going to be able to align with his voice a little bit more clearly. So um, my encouragement to you, if you want to grow in listening, be reading the scriptures and be spending time in quiet, removing distractions. So like when you're just, I, I don't even try to like get the Lord to say something in that moment, but more just learn to practice silence, learn to sit there and just remove things and, and allow, allow your focus to go on to the Lord, like meditate on him. He, he might speak to you, sure, but um, if we're able to kind of discern, like, oh, here's my to-do list again, or, or things that I'm kind of chewing on, or, or impressions that I already have, like, I think we just need to learn to, like, set those aside and just be with him. Because when we get the practice of setting things aside that are distracting, then I think we're able to, to begin to receive from him a little bit more clearly and, and cleanly. Um, but we always check it against scripture and we always check it with wise counsel and, and God's going to confirm things um, for us. And one of the things that I I've kind of encountered along the way, and, and I don't know if you've heard people say this, but it's like, Oh, I think God was trying to tell me something and I didn't do it. And shoot, I missed the opportunity. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we, we missed an opportunity. Like, Hey, I want you to go talk to so-and-so or, or, you know, take advantage of an opportunity. And we don't. Sure, we might have missed something that God was wanting us to do, but it's not like, oh, now everything's going to fall apart because God cares more about that person or that situation and he's going to tend to it. He doesn't, quote unquote, need us. He wants to use us. He wants to work with us, but he doesn't need us to do the things that he wants to do. And so trust that God is working out his plan the things that he wants to happen, the things that he wants to see brought to fruition, trust that and give yourself a little bit of grace as you're learning how to do this because it's all training. He's training us to, to hear him, to, to recognize his character, to recognize his voice. And, and when we do that over time, like we're going to continue to pursue him in greater and greater ways. So um, see this as training, as opportunities to grow and and don't operate in shame or guilt and and like feel bad about yourself or, or like, ah, oh, shoot, you know, beat yourself up. That's, that's not always necessarily the most helpful thing. Sure. Cho choose to do better and, and pursue and, and try to get better. Um, but remember that God's got this and it's okay. 
wherever things fall. So I don't know. I just offer a few of those reflections. Um, and, and again, uh, this is very like basic and probably not all that you'd want to explore when it comes to listening to the Lord and listening prayer. But um, we may tackle this again in the future. And I encourage you to, you know, talk to those who you maybe are aware of that they, they practice this and maybe have some skill and experience with it. But just come to the Lord and say, I want to get better at this. And then walk the long, slow walk. <laughs> it does take time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And so give yourself some of that room, that grace, that, that time to go after it. And uh, yeah, I hope it is a fruitful endeavor for you. So um, yeah, start where you are and take one step whatever it is, maybe with your prayer life. And uh, I'm, I am certain that the Lord will meet you and he'll give you what you need, even if it's not what you expect or are hoping for. He'll give you exactly what you need to continue to grow in your prayer life. So I don't know. These were some of my musings, my wanderings. Hopefully it wasn't too much rambling for you. Um, but I, I hope that there's some encouragement that you're taking away today. Um, prayer. It is, it is a simple practice, simply just talking with God. But it is so deep. And with it comes some challenges and, and, and fears we might have. But I hope that this is bringing the pressure down to allow us to step into a more flourishing and thriving kind of prayer life. Um, man, I just, I cannot communicate enough like this. There is such um, fruit and richness and power in prayer. And, and prayer is not about um, getting results. You know, one of the things we talked about, it's, not, it's about relationships, not about outcomes. It's not about getting the thing that you're asking for, but it's about spending time with your father. And he, he will give us good things. He will give us what we need. He will, he will meet us and, and provide. Um, but it's not necessarily about his benefits, not about the result. It's about him. It's about the relationship. And if we're starting there, then we're starting in a great place. So I offer that all as encouragement to you. Um, just pray. Simply come to the Lord and just pray. And even right now, like I've been talking a lot. Um, we could have just maybe spent a half an hour just in some, some guided prayer or something like that. So maybe take a little bit of time to do that. Um, just as you stop this podcast, as it wraps up, like maybe you just spend a few minutes praying right now um, or even 30 seconds. That's just valuable time. So I encourage you in your prayer life, wherever you are, take that next step into greater relationship with the Lord. So yeah, hopefully this was helpful to you. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really grateful for you church family and all that we're going after together. Um, Excited about what the Lord is doing. So thanks for taking some time today. Appreciate you a lot. And uh, we'll see you next time.